That was great though, because I wasn't expecting so many people to come, because I didn't expect like, the, the hype that I actually had. So then when I walked in the venue, I was like, wow, like there's actually so many people here. And then I had my homemade stage and I performed and I was like, wow, this is it. Like this is it. Like this is what's gonna this is what's gonna go down for a while. Hello and welcome to series two of Who Says You Can't, the podcast from EE that celebrates those who fly in the face of convention. I'm Rick Edwards, and in this new series, I'll be talking to people who didn't wait for an invite to create their dreams, people who have used all the digital tools at their disposal to make it, and who took You Can't Do That as a challenge, and just did it anyway. Each guest has handed over their phone for me to have a good old look through, and I'll be asking them questions based on what I dig up. If you want to get a peek at what I find, you can see them on EE's YouTube channel now. Today's guest is rapper and musician Jimothy. Be half musician, half mystery. Who says you can't? Jimothy, hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How about you? I'm really good, actually. I'm excited yeah. about having a little chat. Yeah. Um, and yeah. thank you very much, uh, off the bat, for letting me have a look through your phone. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. pull some stuff out. Yeah, We're going yeah. to discuss. So, for anyone who hasn't um, seen any of your or work or, or heard your work, how would you describe yourself? How would you describe Jimothy? Well, every, every genre... Every genre. It's yeah. a big claim. Well, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, I used to always, like, say, you know, I'm hip-hop slash pop, pop slash hip-hop, but you know what? I think it's just about you listen, you know, listen to the songs if you want, and you can make the judge of it yourself, you know, because I think when you, all these genres are just getting a bit crazy now, do you know what I mean? So you don't like to be pigeonholed? Not at the moment, no. Yeah, maybe in the future... Yeah. Um, you've changed your name, sort of, mm. from Jimothy Lacoste just to Jimothy now. Yeah. Have you dropped the Lacoste totally? Could it come back again? No, Lacoste has always been there. And it's all, and it will always be there. Yeah, yeah. But you yeah. just like you've simplified it for now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. What what made you decide to do that? You know what? That that's for me to know for the, for everyone else to find out. But Lacoste is there. Lacoste, Lacoste will always be there, and and it's and it's there to stay for now. Okay, yeah. so it's just it's bubbling under. Yeah, yeah, that's. I like it. It's yeah. mysterious. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's best. It's the best way to be, man. I feel like you're going to keep me guessing in this chat, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> no, lot, I don't mind it. A lot of people get frustrated with me because every time they ask certain questions, and I don't want to answer, they they then get some people get offended, some people like it, some you know, yeah. I think I'm going to like it. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get offended, but you never know. Yeah, you, never you never know. know. Let's not rule it out. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I've got a I've got a good photo of you here, um, as a, a very young man really? at a, a oh, house party. Uh, yes. This one. Yes. Yeah. How old are you there? So I will not say the age, but I give me give me give me ballpark. How long ago was it? It was around, I think, five years now. Five years ago. Okay. Yeah. And and so was this pre, Jimothy beginning then? So that was the very first house party that I went to. And I was with my boy, Teo. He brought me in uh, to the house party. I wasn't invited. A lot of us weren't invited. Some people... I know those parties. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, so that was the first house party. Um, I didn't have any music out then, but I, I already kind of knew myself back then i was doing my photography back then uh, okay I, I, 
but then I already have maybe taken like 400 photos altogether, which isn't very much. Some people can take that, you know, in one hour, but it was more, yeah, I was more to my photography back then. Um, when did you transition into the music then? I transitioned in, uh, so basically what happened was I was at college within like, I don't know, a few months after that, that's when I came out with the first song. Or maybe one year. Mm. I can't remember now. Such, it was such a blur back then. It's such a blur. But yeah, yeah. And what made you go from yeah. doing the photography to the music? Well, I was on my software um, and I've always been into making beats. And basically, I was like, I came back from like a, like a part, I think it was like a rave or something. And basically, I was like, let me, let me make a beat. By this time, I've I already had beats here and there, maybe four or five beats. And then I made this one. I thought, you know what? Let me actually uh, write some lyrics to it. Let me write some lyrics to it. Wrote the lyrics. I was like, yeah, let me do a music video for it. I I went straight in. I called one of my guys up. I was like, listen, man, you do your photography. I need you to 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 just film me. Don't worry, I'll let you know what to do. He pulls up. We film it. The next day, he shows me the footage. I'm like, oh, not liking it. We go back. We do it again, and then I edited it quickly. From there. That was just out on YouTube for me, for me myself to just be like, cool. I'm proud of what I've done, uh-huh. and for my friends to see it. And I didn't tell my friends about. It. I didn't, you know. I was just like, here, guys. I just did a video. And what did they make of it? They were shocked, yeah, because they've. I've always been seen as like the weird one in the group. Yeah. And so were they impressed then? I think some were, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, you say you re-shot the video, so did you have quite a clear idea of what you wanted the video oh, to, yeah. to feel like then? Yeah, yeah, I already knew the location, uh, the outfits, because at the time, that's when I also properly found my style. Now, I found my style way before, but this is when I was like, cool, this is the style. So, I, so that, you know, from that, it was very like, right, how am I, you know, I can take photos, but... You know, let me put music. Basically, the music video was perfect for me, and music simply because I can show off my outfits and what you know, my style, I should say, more than the outfits. But um, yeah, I knew the outfits, knew the location, um, knew what I wanted him to do. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the, the outfits are they're a big part of it, and your and your yeah, style. Yeah, um, yeah. Where'd they come from? Well, they came from like meeting people in life. I mean, I met. Like in um, when I was very young, I must have been about thirteen. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out with this, with an old friend of mine, in Tufnell Park, and basically he introduced me to his old friends, which were in the, they were in their twenties, and I was thirteen, and they were dressed very very nicely, and then from there I was like, wow, like this is a very nice way of dressing, you know. I love that. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. So then I kind of like got influenced, and then d- did that, and then. And then started, and then start. While I was doing this, I started realizing, like, oh, like there's more nice people that are dressed like this, and the respect you get, and 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 everything, and the beauty, and yeah, oh yeah. But sometimes I will bang on, you know, a full grey tracksuit, but I'll still add, I'll still give it a style. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it can't just be any grey grey tracksuit. It still has to fit, you know. It still has to be a certain, you know, you know, yeah, slimness and stuff like that. 
you uh, you were diagnosed with dyslexia, right? Yeah, and dyscalculia, um, which is dyslexia in maths. Oh, so it's like with numbers. Yeah, so, similar so I to can't dyslexia, tell the time. The okay. dig- uh, I can tell digital, but not the hand. But not the... analog. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, how old were you when you were diagnosed? Oh, I mean, you know what? I never even got diagnosed properly by a doctor, but it was so obvious mm. and. You know, me and my mum were like kind of too lazy to actually go to the doctors, but it was, yeah, like, it, you know, the teachers were like, yeah, like, he can't read, he, you know, he's terrible at numbers, always needed a helper in my, in my uh, table in primary, you know, that uh, by the age of, like, poof, like, three, four, five, really, everyone was ahead. Uh-huh. Everyone's had everyone putting their hand up. Oh, I know this equals this, blah blah blah. I'm still there. Like, what is he? What does equals mean? You sure, know? sure. Yeah. Uh, so, what did that mean for your schooling then? So, that made schooling very difficult. I always needed a helper. Then from there, I went to uh, a school specifically for people with difficulties in learning. That was very fun at first, but then it kind of got complicated. Yeah, that's all I can say really about that for now. But so, so the school that you you went to, did you enjoy it? Was it useful? Do you think? Um, it was useful for for uh, for me to have a different understanding of life. But I wouldn't say, okay. yeah, I wouldn't say. It, it, if anything, it got me more lazy to get good at maths or, or writing. But I think it's yeah, it was good for. That benefited you in other ways. Definitely, yeah, yeah. It put me in a different, a, a completely different world. So, do you think that's influenced your creativity now? Definitely, yeah. If it wasn't for that school, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be as creative as I am now. That's for sure. Yeah. Do you think you just have a, a different outlook on on stuff? Yeah, outlook on everything. You know, outlook on. Uh, people you know social skills you know making music clothing everything because there was no one there to judge me you know so i was allowed to be in my own bubble and then then i started discovering a lot of stuff from there i was like well so you know i'm not i'm not being judged because of that i'm not scared when i'm not scared i'm doing things and when you're not scared and you do things that's when you do really well at in life you know it put me in a mindset where I wasn't being judged and because of that I was able to actually explore things and create things in a different way and then that's what made things quite exciting um, and interesting and yeah work well for me. So you felt more free I suppose because you didn't have peer pressure maybe in in some senses? Yeah like I didn't have pressure in general, peer pressure, no one was judging me, no one was there to criticise me, nothing, you know. And I think people, you know, some people say it's good to get criticised, but I think uh, um, constructive criticism is good, you know, because, yeah, criticism can uh, seriously mess up someone's confidence to the point where they don't want to do it again. And then then they really get nowhere, you know. And you're less likely to explore novel stuff right because Mm. if people are saying no that's rubbish you're like oh okay okay and you pull back and kind of end up being within yourself exactly yeah exactly yeah no one was there to say anything yeah it's quite nice yeah exactly so i don't really that's why i don't regret anything yeah did you grow up around a lot of music my sister really always played music in the house i think that's where it was so that naturally came into me into into my ears you know 
uh, you know, she always had friends over and they always used to play music. So what kind of stuff? What kind of stuff were your sister and her friends playing? Like R like a lot of R and B, like hip hop, you know, garage, you know, um, like rock, you know, stuff like that. And a lot of people were like Oh, so you know this person and you know this person. I'm like, I don't know who the hell that is. But then I hear a song and I know the lyrics to it. So that's the that's that's what happens to me. Yeah. Oh, so you're one of those guys who knows loads of music but couldn't, like, exactly. wouldn't know the name of the song or the name of the artist exactly. necessarily. Exactly, uh -huh. that's it, yeah. Um, so are you a hip-hop fan? Yeah. Because hip-hop yeah. feels like the closest thing i suppose to, yeah, to what you do yeah 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 see it's interesting like, i love hip-hop you know um and now these the more older i've gotten like the more i've realized what hip-hop is and that's why i'm not like annoying about it what are you listening to at the minute so at the moment oh, who am i listening to i'm actually not listening to hip-hop at the moment but at the moment i'm what am i listening to like a classic house uh -huh. Yeah, a lot of classic house because uh, these days I'm very um, I've got a lot of energy and when I have a lot of energy I like to dance in my kitchen and in, and in my room so that's usually yeah, house yeah classic house. Are you cooking in the kitchen or are you just dancing? You know what? I'm not cooking at all, man. But I'm gonna be cooking very soon. Are you? Yeah. What's on the menu? Oh, rice. A lot of rice. A lot of rice and like very plain pasta but I want to take it easy on the pasta man I, you know I've got to be careful the pa I've heard things that kind of scare me oh really yeah. what kind of thing well just gluten this gluten that I mean I went like gluten free for like months but I did this thing where I was like, oh, I'll eat once a month and then I just didn't do that and ate gluten when I wanted and that is how it is currently but I am seeing I don't know like yeah like I don't like to eat something and be like, oh, is this hurting me? So I I do need to eat healthier because back in the day I ate so much healthier. How come? Mm, less stress, I think. I mean, it's not even that I'm more stressed now, but it's more like back then I was very very distracted to the point where I didn't have cravings for 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 sugars and stuff like that, you know. And I'm distracted now, you know, quite distracted now because now I'm quite busy again, which is really good. And I can see myself eating a lot healthier now. But, you know, like last year I had too much free time, basically. Too much free time, too much sugar. Yeah, because you're just bored and you're craving things and then, yeah. I've got to ask you, have you got a favourite fruit? Because I know that when you, when you go in on fruit, you go in on it. <laughs> yeah, I really do. At the moment, it's uh, grapes. Uh -huh. At the moment, it's grapes. I don't like oranges anymore. Because you, you used to get through, what, five oranges in a sitting? Yeah, four oranges in, like, if I peeled them, like, ten minutes. But if I wow. juiced them, like, I don't know, like, four minutes. But you'd gone off them? Yeah, because basically, like, one, it was just taking ages. Too much mess. Mm -hmm. and, and then peeling was, you know, difficult. You know, don't have the nails for it. Um, and I was still getting sick with colds. So I thought, you know what, this vitamin C, either I'm eating, like, really bad oranges or, yeah. So then I was like, you know what, grapes are nicer. And then I'm, right now it's grapes, grapes, berries, bananas. You getting through a, a bunch of grapes in a sitting? Ooh, yeah. Yeah I've, had, yeah, I've had, like, a whole pack. Easy. Yeah, easy. It's hard to stop once I'm eating them. 
Yeah, they're, they're like nature's sprinkles. That's it. Yeah, 100%, you know. They're the sweets. Yeah. So what's your day-to-day like then? How, how, how busy do you get? What are you working on at the moment? Um, so I'm working on the album at the moment. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. How's that coming along? Yeah, good, good. I'm just picking the songs now. Um, yeah, got to make sure they're all right. Yeah. Album and like clothing stuff and then like other side businesses but i need to really really make sure that i am not focusing on too many things a lot of people say you can focus on other things some people say you can't i can't i actually can't so i need to be very clear on right this is what i'm going to focus on and if i want to do these other things i need to make sure it's a very hands-off operation yeah or just so you're you're someone who needs to do one thing at a time. So yeah. all you'll focus on the album, and then once that's done, move on to something else, and then basically. And if I am in a situation where something else on the side does need to be done, I'll try it yeah, and get someone to do it for me or something like that. Yeah. And so album-wise, where where are you working on it? Are you just working at home? You got yeah. your own studio set up? Yeah, basically. But uh, yeah, so I'll usually like do the, all the demos at home in terms of the vocals and then I'll take it to an actual studio to like, you know, get a better mic and stuff like that, yeah. How's the how's the music evolved? So I think your first video, the first video I saw of yours was 2017. So yeah. in that three years, how has your music changed, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I have seriously changed, yeah, like so much. I mean, the mindset still differently, but I have learned a lot of things, I think. I wouldn't be, I can't really, I wouldn't be able to pinpoint exactly what's changed, but definitely, like, uh, maybe the way I look at things now, yeah. And are you recording in a, in a different way? Are you, is it a more, well, you said you're, you're going to a, like, recording studio to use better mics and stuff. Yeah. Um, how were you recording back in 2017? Um... The same way, the same method, but yeah, just on a really rubbish mic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now and now it's just way better because at the end of the day, it's just like when I'm in my car, or I'm in someone's car, or, or at a party, and then you know they play the old songs. I'm like, holy crap! I should have got this mixed and mastered. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but did you not know about that kind of thing? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, it still works, and I think that's. I think it does still work. Yeah. Yeah, it still works, and there's a bit, there's a massive beauty behind that itself, you know. But um, part of the uh, appeal of your stuff is it feels like you have total ownership over it. Yeah, so yeah. sound, look, style. You know, it, it's very kind of cohesive, but it also feels quite DIY. Yeah, it's great, but it's stressful. It's, it's you know, it's just stressful because there's a lot of ego behind that, and and that's good. But at the same time, that ego thing can really mess things up, like heavily, like seriously, it can destroy someone's life. And I've seen that it's affected me in, in negative ways. So I'm working on that at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you working on it? Well. You know, being open to try new things, you know. I've always been open to trying new things, but, yeah, being more open to trying new things and looking at the bigger pictures in life and thinking more forward and, and stuff like that and thinking what my fans want, you know, what they want to hear, what I want to hear, you know. First, it's always me. I, if uh, if, I, if I make a song that I'm like, ho- you know, wow, like, 
this is making me cry, but all my fans, like, we don't like it, I'm still putting it out, like, you know, but at the same time, you know, I do have to think in certain ways, yeah. Would you collaborate with other artists? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. As long as the beat is good, I'm happy. And as long as I like their voice, that's a big thing. If I don't like the beat and I don't like their voice, it's not happening. I don't care how much fame you've got, I just not have it. I'd rather collab with someone with zero fame but an amazing, unique voice and, and you know, an amazing beat, then I'm up for it, yeah. Here's a quick message to remind you that Who Says You Can't is brought to you by EE, the nation's number one network for 5G. If you're a streamer, a gamer, a vr or a telly-on-the-go watcher, you're going to want some 5G on your phone. And back to the podcast. You mentioned your fans. How mm. much um, dialogue do you have with your fans? Um, how much do you pay heed to what you think they want and like about you? Like, what I am basically very aware of is if I really like it, my fans are going to really like it. So I just kind of go through that. I'm never really making a song and being like, oh, my, are my fans going to like this bit? Are they going to like that? You know, if I did that, then that's when my music would, like, it, yeah. Like, it would suffer. It would suffer, and I, and I wouldn't have, yeah, wouldn't be where I am now, yeah. What are your fans like? Yeah, they're cool, you know, the real fans, you know, they're very positive, they, they appreciate good music, so yeah, they're, they're great, they honestly are great, and that's what really touches my heart. When times are tough, and they're still there, and I'm still seeing the same faces at the shows, and that's what really, like, motivates me. Do you enjoy the shows? Do you yeah, enjoy the live I, stuff? I love the shows, you know, I love the shows, you know. Like, it's just the funnest, the funnest thing I can ever do. It's being on stage and and speaking to the fans. It's just, yeah, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like it, yeah. When was the first show? Um, the first ever show, I thought, 2017, but I'm not sure when in 2017. Or maybe, maybe it was 2018, actually. Maybe the very beginning of 2018. That was great, though, because I wasn't expecting so many people to come because I didn't expect that the, the hype that I actually had. So then when I walked in the venue, I was like, wow, like, there's actually so many people here. And then I had my homemade stage and I performed and I was like, wow, this is it. Like, this is it. Like, this is what's going to... This is what's going to go down for, for, for a while. Um, also, I've got to say, you've played um, Alma Street Fair in, yeah. in, in, in Kentish Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I, I, I live around there and I go, okay, I go yeah, every year. Sick, sick, and it was yeah. cool. Sick, sick. Was you there in the crowd? Yeah, 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 yeah it was sick. good. It was really yeah, good. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that was a really, really fun fun show. I like. I, I really like doing those kind of shows. You know, small capacities, you know, but it's very open to all ages and stuff like that. You know, because a lot of venues in London are like, no age this, no age that. And, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, just very like... Uh, a very chill, open vibe. I love doing those kind of shows, yeah. Uh, we've got to talk about your your dance moves. Yeah, yeah. They are... They're unique. Yeah. Where, where'd they come from? I think the same thing. Like, like what I was saying, what I was saying earlier in terms of, like, seeing other people dance and then seeing so many other people dance, it then gets moulded to my own kind of thing. Do you, do you feel any? Um, you were saying at, at school it was great because you didn't feel any any pressure. Mm. Do you feel now that you have 
uh, a fan base. You've got you've got a reputation. People know you for a certain style of music, yeah. the, the, the the way that you dance, the way that you dress. Yeah. Do you feel that there's pressure now to deliver? You know, when you bring out the album and you start doing more shows again. Mm, well, what I would say is, if I was to let it get to me, yeah, I'd go crazy. But I don't, which is good. I've got a strong mind for for me to realise, like, this is actually fine, you know. And I think that's why a lot of artists go crazy, because they do let that pressure get over to their head and they forget how they got up there in the first place. And then, they're this, you know, they're surprised if certain things slow down or they're surprised if they get people, at, you know, people get angry. Or, you know, you've got to just be... I basically just make sure that it doesn't get to my head and make sure that, you know, people are going to... As long as I like it, I'm happy, basically. Uh, what's your favourite track? Um, my favourite track... It's interesting because I love... I used to say, oh, this one, this one, this one. Uh, but now I've realised... Every time I'm like, oh, yeah, this is my favourite one, then I'll play another one. But like, actually, no, no, this was my favourite. Actually, no, this one's my... No, this one... So, yeah, honestly, I love them all. For yeah. me, I think it's... I can speak Spanish. Mm, mm. <laughs> I love it, and I really love the video as well. Mm, 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 mm. It's a good. Yeah, that one is that one was interesting because this is the craziest thing. I made that beat before the very first music video. Oh, that's an old beat. Yeah, that was like a two years old beat. So, you know, basically, I made that beat. So, T I M M Y was the first video. Mm-hmm. Before doing that song. Like I said, I had other instrumentals and I was already planning on doing the music video and I then did the I Can Speak Spanish instrumental beat and I thought, maybe this should go over T-I-M-M-Y and I was like, no, 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 T-I-M-M-Y needs a different beat. And then uh, I completely forgot about the beat, completely forgot about it uh, and then danced to the beat, uh, posted the video on Instagram and then I realised that actually, yeah, uh, it's actually a pretty good beat. My managers at the time was like, whoa, 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 this is a good beat, this is a good beat, you should write to that. So that's good that, you know, I had that, you know, so it goes to them, you know, the respect goes to them. They're the ones that told me, yo, bro, like, this beat is really good. Don't forget that beat. Don't forget that beat. And I think a lot of, uh, that's why as an artist or anything you do, you need someone there to be like, whoa, like, this is good, do this. You know, no no one gets anywhere by themselves. That's just not how it goes, you know. Everyone needs help. So yeah, yeah, it's like a two-year, yeah, two-year old beat. There's um, there's some interesting kind of uh, tropes in your in your music videos where they're they're kind of drawing a bit on hip hop in the way that there's you know like nice cars, girls, like stylish attire, but all yeah. like through like a, a Jimothy filter. Yeah. To me, so it's kind of it's a bit like hip hop, but it's also not like hip hop. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. I guess that's where the inspirations come from is I do like my cars and I do like my women and I do like my style you know I think uh, that comes across yeah yeah it does doesn't it yeah yeah what's the future looking like for you what's Mm -hmm. 2020 hold yeah it's very exciting it's very exciting you know will the album drop this year hopefully hopefully it will yeah yeah Uh, anything else that you can yeah, two new singles coming out, album, and then after the album, a nice tour, a nice UK tour. Yeah, are you going to go further afield than the UK, or don't know yet? 
Don't know yet, don't know yet, yeah. We've got to just, like, plan things out first, yeah. Mm-hmm. Before we finish, yeah. uh, we're going to do a little um, a little dive through your phone. You've got your phone with you. Yeah. Um, so uh, turn him on. Yeah. Uh, can you open your browser, whatever whatever you use, and tell me the last web page you were looking at? I was looking at cars and the word pe- pessimism. And the word pessimism? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I just learnt that word recently. And then Mor- Morrison's vanilla extract. Oh, yeah, getting, you, getting yourself some vanilla. Yeah, because I want to bake a cake, yeah. Oh, of course, in the kitchen. Yeah, 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 so that's, yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. thing. I'm yeah. going to get back into cooking, man, yeah. And so for with the car, were you looking at a car to put in put in a video? or? No, it was uh, basically, like, the Mercedes I've got now is nice. Uh, it's beat up, It's an old beat. It's nothing crazy, nothing special, but it's okay. But I would like a, like a new one in, like, a year, two years' time. And you talking classic Mercedes, like a 280 SL or something? You know what? I used to love those, but the problem is I've realised at the end of the day, a new one is going to fuel my ego just as much, and at the end of the day, it's going to be more work the other one. So it's like, yes, fair enough, I'll look more cool, but I really like modern cars now, I will say, you know, but I don't think I'd ever do down payments on stuff on on cars. Um, Not anymore, I mean... My my mindset has changed so much now with all that stuff. I mean, all that materialistic stuff is, is yeah, not good, man. It's not good. Um, so you wouldn't go down the old um, Jaguar XJS route? So... Sort of see you? Yeah, yeah, no, that one I would like, but I think that that's the stuff I would get once, you know. Like, I've got, yeah, lots of, lots of, lots of wealth to the point where... If an engine goes wrong, I'm not going to then start crying if I've got to spend 20000 Do you know what I mean? It's like people don't realise that with old cars, yeah. Yeah, the upkeep's a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, 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 that's the problem, you know. But I would definitely love an old car, man, especially the old Ferraris and stuff. Uh, at the Ferrari Testarossa. And oh, yeah, and beautiful car. Yeah, yeah. Those gills. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I'm not into... I could see you in one of those, actually. Yeah, no, 100%, man. And um, I hate Lamborghinis, but the only Lamborghini I like is the, the Countach. The Countach? Yeah, that's yeah. the only one I like, uh, yeah. It's a classic, like a, it, just a super-fast, angular ridiculous. wedge. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. It's just so... It's ridiculous, yeah, yeah. I had a poster of one of those on my wall when I was a kid. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful car. Yeah, man, it's sick. Um, okay, let's. Uh, can you open your YouTube? Yeah. Um, click on the subscriptions button yeah. at, the, at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, what's the What's the top video on there? Top video, uh, kittens with mum. Kittens with mum. Oh, are you are you a cat guy? Yeah, a little bit. The guy called Robin's S S C Plut. Uh, he ba- he literally so he doesn't talk. I don't think anyone knows his face, and he lives in a country where there's abandoned kittens everywhere. And then he just films them and just feeds them. But I feel like I might go down a rabbit hole and watch a load of these. Oh, honest, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it now and I like it. But I love I love dogs as well. You know, I've, it's funny because dog a lot of dog people that I know hate cats, but cat people love dogs and cats. So that says a lot, doesn't it? I think. I mean, I'm a I, I'm a cat person, but I also Sick. like dogs. Yeah, that's yeah. good to know, man. Yeah, you subscribe to a lot of channels on YouTube. Yeah, like loads of like one free two musicians and then. A load of cats. A load of cats, and then uh, 
just like self-help people. Okay. Yeah. That's where you were looking at pessimism. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Get rid of pessimism. O- optimism, uh, optimists, and pessimists. And, yeah. Yeah. Optimism is the way to go. Definitely. I think. Definitely, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you show me the last photo on oh. your camera roll, and we can decide whether we're going to um, describe it to the listener or not? Okay. What have you got? Uh, a door. It is a. Oh, it's, a, it's a door at Chalk Farm. Yeah. That looks like you've taken that by mistake, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably did take that by mistake, yeah. Yeah, just... Um... But keeping it real on the tube, though. Oh, yeah, man. I'm always on the tube, man. I'm always on the tube, you know. That's another thing, you know. I, I've got songs about me on the tube. It's got to be done, man. It's quick, do you know what I mean? Can you open your whatever music app you use? mm Tell me the last thing you were you were listening to. Last thing, one of my own songs. <laughs> yeah, <literally. laughs> That's really amazing, good. Yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> song that you were listening to before one of your own, then. Before. Oh, we're scrolling down a long way here. It's mainly you, isn't it? Yeah, another another song as well of mine. <laughs> I don't. This is. You found your own work. Nothing wrong with that. Oh yeah, man. I was at a party recently, and I was play, playing my own music. Um, to my ears from my phone this one girl was like you're so weird you're so weird aren't you playing your own music yeah, I like the fact that you, you enjoy your own stuff it's got to be done man it's got to be done uh, okay artist that isn't you that you were last listening to then uh, let me go on the YouTube song playlist because yeah. that's the one I get the proper history okay Octavian Death of a Traitor Freestyle oh nice and then this girl called Hook Oh, she, I don't know she, her. She's new. I literally discovered her recently. She, she's sick. Yeah? What, yeah. Kind of, what kind of thing? Um, like hip-hop, but it's like over a really aggressive beat, and the way she's like rapping is really aggressive. I really like it. Hook? Yeah, yeah her name's Hook, yeah, H-O-O-K. It's a good name as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a bad name at all. Octavian and Hook, OK. Yeah, uh, yeah. And do you use your notes app at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's have a look. Last last note in there, please. That Yeah, I've got thousands in here about my weaknesses. Oh, your weaknesses? Yeah, yeah. How long's yeah, the list? People are going to think this is scripted, but no, it really is No, 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 genuinely, yeah. I've just looked at it. It is my, my weaknesses. You don't have to tell me no, uh, what no, they no, are if no, you don't no, want. How no. many on the list, though? How many are so we looking at? So far, there's... So far, there's so much more. I mean, I'm just basically that's, all right. every, that's a work in progress. Exactly. It? Basically, every time um, I go through something, that I'll, I'll remember and then put it down in my uh, on my phone. I need to be aware of this, man. I need to be aware of this. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you going to do with the list once you finished it? Tell everyone I work with, so then they're aware of what my weaknesses are, what to to help me or, or to yeah to like work with me. Yeah, look out for this. Yeah, basically, look out for this and, you know, yeah. Go on, give me, give me one. Give me one weakness. Cool, hopefully it's not too mad. Uh, y- you choose. Yeah, so getting offended or angry or paranoid about someone uh, saying something to me because I'm sensitive and have a big ego. That's a good one. Yeah, basically, what I've realised is a lot of people are, oh, that person's so rude, oh, that person's so rude. But what's actually going on, sometimes they are, but what's actually going on is you just have such a big ego and you're also sensitive or just one or the other mm-hmm. that you feel like everyone's out to get you. You feel like, oh, my God, this person just offended me. And I do have that a bit. So, which I've, you know, just like worked on so well now. I've 
six years ago, I was terrible with it. I'd, I'd think, I'd, I'd, you know, I thought everyone was telling me off. That's why in school, every time I got told off, I'd go crazy, you know, or someone told me not to do something or stuff like that. It really affected me. But now it's like, no, this this person's just being honest or this person's just being straight up, you know. They're not being rude, but sometimes they are being rude, and you know. So I'm getting better. But just identifying... Yeah. what people's intention is yeah and it's because I'm now aware of my ego and me because I'm very sensitive to people's energies uh-huh. I'm very sensitive to that so I'm aware of this so then I'm aware the root cause and then I'm and then I can really analyze whether actually you know am I being paranoid I also saw your uh, lock screen yeah uh, what's um what's written on it so analyze your whole day Analyse your whole day. Yeah, okay, so yeah. at the end of each day, do you do that? I have like this thing where I can get really um, crazy um, at the end of the day and um, upset with myself because it's like I've not done anything today. I've not worked on anything today. But I usually do work on a lot of things and I usually do go through a decent amount of progress a day. So then what I do is basically look back on the path and actually realise, oh, look, I did this, I did that, I did this. This is actually pretty good. And then I relax. And so, no, it's kind of just analysing the whole day in case I get depressed, in case I get mm-hmm. annoyed, in case, you know, I think I'm, you know, procrastinating or whatever, you know, because that... But that's absolutely normal with artists and, you know, entrepreneurs and people where they want to, you know, think big and, and always work on new things and projects and stuff where they never feel enough is enough. Same with bodybuilders. They never... That's why they get bigger and bigger. It's like, I'm not big enough, I'm not big enough, you know. So I need to basically, um, yeah, like slap myself and be like, whoa, whoa, relax, you've actually done all right, and then I won't go crazy. Are you a bit obsessed with productivity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason is I love to work hard so I can chill hard, you know what I mean? So I can, like, work hard and then, like, do an all-night with friends and stuff like that, and then I won't feel bad about it because I like doing that. And I, and I actually I like working, but I'm also very aware that getting burned out is the worst thing that could happen. But I think that, yeah, like you say, it's quite common for people who are creative, who want to be productive, yeah. that they feel that they have to earn those times when they chill. 100%. And so if you get to the end of a day and you're like, yeah, I've achieved some stuff, you're like, great, now I can yeah. now I can, you know, let my hair down for a bit. Exactly, exactly. Um, but then yeah. you kind of, that's like a cycle, isn't it? Exactly. It's, it's good and bad. It's, it's good because you'll end up, you know, getting things done, it's bad because if you don't, if you aren't aware of it and you don't actually take control of it, you'll end up burning out and then you'll end up not working at all and then you can end up in a very bad place. But because I'm aware of it, I don't end up in a bad place, which is good. Because you're, you've got your lock screen. I've got the uh, lock it screen. it reminds you. Exactly. Your day. Exactly. There you go. There you go. So if people could take one message away from your from your journey so far, your story so far, yeah. what would it be? Um, so much stuff, but the, I think one of, and I don't think there's a main thing, but because all the things makes it the main thing, but basically one, one thing would be, you know, um, don't get lost and stay in the path. That's, that's the biggest thing. Don't get lost and be very clear on what you want and if you change your mind that's absolutely fine just make sure you're around people that understand you when you change your mind because then you don't want them thinking you're simply crazy I mean 
artists are crazy, but I, you know, I guess they need to be aware that you're an artist, basically. So you're gonna have moments. You're gonna have this, probably that, and so many other things. Yeah. Do you have long-term goals? Long-term goals are fine, but I always end up changing my mind so much on things. You know, so right now I'm trying to do like you know five-year goals, which is quite easy. It's more like okay, in five years I want to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's as far as I go. Maybe that's also one of my weaknesses. Yeah, is actually um, planning ahead and stuff. Yeah. Get it on the list. Yeah, that is already there. Actually. <laughs> okay, good. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimothy, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks yeah, to amazing. You, man. Thank you Cheers. so much. Thank you. <laughs>